Welcome to the Crazy Drake Podcast, y'all, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This is your main man, a.k.a. Crazy Crockett, a.k.a. Andre's Podcast. Brought to you by anyone that wants to listen to it. Seriously, please listen to it. I need you guys to listen to it. I'd like to thank everyone out there who is listening to it. I'd like to thank my main man, Sean, right here for coming on the show. What's going on there, Sean? Hey, buddy. Always living the dream. Yeah. Glad to be here. You know you are. You know you are. I always like to uh, bug Sean because he wears his uh, jerseys from guys that don't play in the NFL no more. Like tomorrow, he's going to wear the uh, the Minnesota Vikings jersey of Brett Favre. Why? I don't know. I'm going to wear Brett Favre in Minnesota because that's the only Minnesota jersey I have right now, and I don't want to wear a dress shirt. That's the main point. Okay. Surprised that'll make you wear a black shirt. I don't have to wear a black shirt when it's football day. All you have to do is wear the team that's representing. Huh? So if I wanted to on sun, on Saturday, I could wear my Oregon Ducks shirt. If I want on Sunday, I can wear my Miami Dolphins shirt. If I want to wear the Seattle Seahawks or the Arizona um, Cardinals, I can wear that. Yeah, just or the make, Tennessee Titans. Yeah, just make sure you don't wear those Dallas Cowboys, okay? I mean, no I'm going to make sure I wear the Dallas Cowboys on uh, December 30th. On a Saturday, when Detroit when it's a night Dallas. game in Dallas, when Detroit in Jerry's Dallas. world, it will yeah. not happen. Jerry's but anyway, world. that's a long time away. Jerry's world, Jerry's Yahoo. We're about to enter week two. I don't know where we're starting, but we're starting to we start week well, two of football. Well, let's well let's talk about news. The news of the hour. And we're going to talk about two things. We're going to talk about the NCAA football. Coaches, some particular coach, but we're going to start with the NFL with Aaron Rodgers. The NFL Players Union want all stadiums to be natural turf, natural field because of what happened to Aaron Rodgers. So I think so it, really, it really doesn't matter because Aaron Rodgers was old and yeah. basically he was out of shape and and we know that Aaron Rodgers is a hippie deep down inside, so him trying to work out or be in the gym isn't really relevant. And, and he's 38 years his old. His ankle was already hurt in the preseason. Don't forget that. Exactly. The killer is um, it was only he got hurt on the fourth play of the game, and obviously he's not going to play 65% of the snaps this year. So the Packers got are getting a little shaft of this instead of getting a first-round pick to get a second-round pick in 2024. Exactly, exactly. So, the Packers got screwed, the Jets got screwed, and I don't know why uh, the Jets and the Packers keep doing trades with each other. Who knows, maybe in 10 years they'll trade for love. I and don't know. remember what I said, we're following that same path because you wanted to bring up Brett Farr. So, now that he's, now that obviously he got injured, um, maybe the Jets won't honor the contract the next two years and it'll turn out to be a Minnesota Viking. Just like Brett Favre. Oh, you know, that could be... That could it really be. could happen, especially with this injury now. I'm not I'm not bullshitting you. I already called it before he got injured. But come on, now that he's injured, the Jets might not give him a long thing, and they might start calling Minnesota up. Yeah, but call who else? Kirk Cousins? I don't know. Maybe Kirk Cousins is just going to get shipped out. Kirk Cousins. Yeah, as much as I love Kirk Cousins, he's, made, he's not the answer in Minnesota, right? No. I mean, I don't know about Kirk Cousins. I think he's – I've heard people that met him that within the Holland, uh, uh, Ottawa County District, 
to have known Kirk Cousins all his life and his pro life and college life. He is. He is one of those guys that people really do like within the neighborhood of where he's from or within where he plays. He's a good person. I mean, he gives back to the community too, and he's got two beautiful kids, and they're good parents. Well, yeah, but I mean, look, look. Let's be real. The Jets, for some reason, thought that they got a gold mine in Aaron Rodgers, and with his attitude prom in Green Bay and his not all hippie, I want to do this, this and that kind of um, mushroom or whatever he's doing. I mean, you're going to have that attitude. And all you Jets fans out there who think this is the horrible thing in the world, you guys asked for it. You guys asked for a 38-year-old, 40 year old man to play football when he's out of his prime. You would have think that you would have learned their lesson with the, with the whole Brett Favre. Oh, yeah. I mean, why would you? I don't understand why these old players who have never who haven't really accomplished anything within the last five years of their career. But here's the key question, Mr. Andre. Who are they going to go after? The three names that they brought up, good old Colin Kaepernick is back in the news. He's out. Because you know why? He's been gone for the football so long. He's going to be out of shape. Everything's faster. No one's going to like him. It's not going to be a historical thing. It could be a historical thing because the NFL or the NFL owners are not going to uh, decide not to punish him no more. A lot of people don't understand that. It's the owners of the NFL teams who are pushing him out. It's not actually the union. It's not actually uh, uh, the commissioner, Roger Goodell. It's probably the owners because his kneeling, his all bullshit. And he could call it a, 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 a good purpose, but that was a huge distraction of what NFL was all about. He made it bigger than he made it bigger for himself than what it is for the NFL. So there's no chance. No, because he just okay. he's just out of the shape. Let's hear your opinion on the next name. Carson Wentz, the former North Dakota State, former Eagle, former Colt, and former Washington Redskin. Carson Wentz. Tell you the truth, Carson Wentz. If he if he had the right head, the right mindset, that he's not, that he's better than what he is playing. I do think he's a good quarterback. I do think that he lacks confidence. His confidence as a quarterback and his decision making is probably what makes him a bad quarterback. He doesn't trust himself, and when players see other players, I see that that they, that this guy doesn't trust himself. They don't trust him on the football field. So so that he is a possibility if okay. if your option three is who's your option three? Well, I have an op- I'm gonna throw in a dark horse after the option three because option three is almost impossible. And I don't even know why they brought him up. They brought up the GOAT himself. And there would be a lot of political reasons and a lot of situations that would have to go down for this to even happen. Because he has got 30 or 45 percent ownership in the Oakland, or no, sorry, the Las Vegas Raiders. So yeah. I think this is the longest shot of almost impossible. No, I disagree. I disagree for one reason. There's, no, there's a different reasons for it. One reason why I disagree with you is because 
he can buy himself out and play for a, a season or two for the Jets. He's a accomplished quarterback. He'll go in there. He'll read the defense faster than Aaron Rodgers will heal himself in three years. He'll get that team in the playoffs. Do I think they won the Super Bowl? No. However, the reason why I don't think he'll go there is between the Patriots and the Jets rivalry. It'd be a big no-no. And they just retired his number in uh, in Gillette Field or whatever that field is called. So you're going to say just because of the Bill Belichick incident? He doesn't even like Bill Belichick. No, I'm saying yes because he's actually a, a good enough quarterback to get in there and just to change things up. And for him to lose money for 35% for just eight months, it's not a big deal to him because he he could probably make the difference up being signed from the Jets. And his wife still makes more money than he does. No, they're not together. They're oh, yeah, more. that's right. Giselle's not together anymore. No, I mean, she's ha- doing the hanky-panky with her, like the 25-year pain guy. So, two more logical ones. They might bring Joe Flacco back. Yeah. But my dark horse. Yeah, who is your dark horse? Nick Foles. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's... That's a dark horse, but I don't really say it's a dark horse because... I mean, it's better odds than Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, of course, because Colin Kaepernick hasn't been in the league for 100 years. But Nick Foles. Yeah, but you know what? Nick Foles is a playoff uh, moment type of guy. He'll just mix that offense up by accident. He doesn't play well during the regular season. He won a ring for Philly. Yeah, that's only because Wentz went out, and he he's a moment quarterback. Do you understand what I mean? Statue like of he, Liberty. He lacks. He's a legend. Well, in Philly, yes, but he lacks the intelligence of Dan Marino and Joe Montana. And I can't and, believe you're even possibly comparing that and throwing that name in with those two guys. No, look, think about us. Think about us. Even though he won a Super Bowl, sometimes you play under, you play better under pressure. He was under pressure to, to perform real well. Everything had to line up for then things to happen perfectly. But during the regular season, you can fuck up here. I mean, like you, you, you can mess up here, mess up there, and then you can play within the fourth quarter. He doesn't play well a whole season like that. So I agree with you. Obviously, Dan Marino is smarter. Because yeah. you want to know what Nick Foles is always going to be able to say? I got a ring. Yeah. But I get I think a lot of Dan Marino's problem was us. They didn't have a good enough defense, and they didn't have a running back that could actually be like um, uh, the 49ers, Marcus Allen, back in the 80s. The Raiders, they, you mean? No, no, like he was was the San Francisco of 49ers first. Oh, okay, my bad. So he won the Super Bowls with the 49ers with Joe Montana and Clark. Marcus Allen did? Yeah. So... So the thing about so the reason why I think Miami or Dan Marino was never his team was never going to win because they didn't have a running back, and God bless Dan Marino, he had the strongest arm, he has the best arm in NFL history probably, probably even better than Tom Brady. Tom Brady was just in a system that works really good, and they had a decent enough running back to gain four or five yards every other play, but for the Jets. I only yeah. got Marcus Allen as a Raider and a Chief. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, Roger Craig. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. It was Roger Craig. Roger Craig was the running back for 49ers. I don't know why I, I thought Marcus Allen was in the 49ers. 
But saying that, the Jets, I mean, I think one thing I don't like about the Jets is that they really don't give, like they shouldn't really play, they shouldn't really play Zach Wilson in the first year of his career. I've been hearing that a lot of NFL and analysts, a lot of professional analysts for the NFL that say, back in the day, you didn't start your starters right away. You didn't start your rookies right away. Remember and now they, they had do. they had Joe Flacco with neck injury. Yeah, I know. And they had and what are they going to do? And well, then they had Mike White, and they weren't they didn't know Mike White was going to show up and be <laughs> magical. Yeah. Okay. Saying that, I think you just have to give him more extra time. Like I'll use I use this for example, and a lot of people are going like go. A lot of people will will um not agree or not understand what I'm saying. So I'm going to use Spencer Torgerson. Okay. Spencer, Tigers. Detroit Tigers, number one draft pick, 2019, 2020. There's no spring training, no minor league baseball because of COVID. Yeah, you would have never thought Spencer Torgerson would have been in single-A baseball for the West Michigan Whitecaps starting because he was a great recruit from Arizona State, yes. Yeah. The thing is, when he had a, a very slow start last year, and the year before, people just rolled him off. He's like, he's a bust. He's no good. Just get him out of Detroit. He, him having a full year last year, and now this year, he hit his 28th home run just he, tonight against Cincinnati. We're watching that game as we speak. So, so he, 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 there's a good chance that he's going to hit over 30. Yeah. Especially with 16 games left. But let's go back to Zach Wilson. Who cares if he had sex with women who are a little older than he is? He needs to focus himself on more of the logistics of football and understand the defense and understand how to play within the game. And, and he go. was a good quarterback at BYU. Yeah. So he needs to play. He needs to slow the game down, understand what the defense is going to give you, and then you have to go within that what they're going to give you and then to accomplish your goals. And the running back has to de- de- at least be halfway decent. Which they have Bryce Hall and they have Devin Cook. Yeah, exactly. So they got, I mean, Bryce Hall gets hurt. So, you got Cook. You got a, I mean, and then they have the number, the, that defense based on what I saw, it's got to be a top five defense. Yeah. The I Jets. Mean, yeah, exactly. So, well, the Jets, I tell you what. Top five game, defense. That game might have been a, kind of a, um, that defense might have been a little far stretch because Josh Allen plays like an idiot. He plays, you know who Josh Allen reminds me a lot of? Brett Favre. Going back to Brett Favre. A risk taker, throws the bomb, throws way out of his ordinary space. Throws three interceptions to the same person. Exactly. And he does that a lot. Josh Allen, of all people, should take the same advice that I'm telling you to, to Zach Wilson. Slow the game down. Let the defense give you what they can take you. Run out of bounds. And you know what? I'm going to say this. One thing anyway, you can't say about Aaron Rodgers is this. He knew that if a play was a bust, he would run out of the pocket and then gain five, four yards or just two, three, or two, three yards. So take advice from old people like Aaron Rodgers who can't play no more and then just r- see what you have. So Zach- can we both agree that Zach Wilson, even no matter what the situation is, they do need a backup quarterback if it turns out to be Joe Flacco or – Wentz or the, I tell you what, or Colin Kaepernick. Zach Wilson gets the start, right? 
Yeah. He deserves to start until he screws up and they're not in a playoff hunt. Exactly. Right? So other analysts have just come out and said, most teams need a backup quarterback. And what the, and what the Jets didn't have or did have was Zach Wilson if Rodgers went out. Now Rodgers is out. Now Zach Wilson's a starter. So, yes, you're probably right. It's going to be Nick. Well, I want, or Carson Wentz. I could see him picking up Carson Wentz. Uh, I think or Matt. I mean, another name that we haven't Flacco, talked about is Matt Flacco. I Matt Ryan is still available for somebody to pick up. Yeah, but he's an announcer. We just saw him on TV. Oh, that's right. He just he was just on TV. No, but you're right though. It, I think I think it's a far fetch Nick Foles, but I think Flacco, which I don't even know why Flacco would be over Nick Foles. To be honest with you, that's what's crazy. But it should be Nick Foles then Flacco, because at least you're right. Uh, Nick Foles knows what he's doing within the football game to win a championship series or something. Or at least win. So, saying that, we will we will talk about a little bit about the Philadelphia Eagles missing three main players. For the big game tomorrow against Minnesota and everybody's favorite Michigan State Spartan, you know, Kirk Cousins. It's a primetime game, so we all know that he doesn't usually do well on those days. As much as I love Michigan State and Kirk Cousins, I think he's like two and who got who God knows what. Two eleven or something like that. Yeah, it's not good. So the three guys that we need to talk about for the for the Philadelphia Eagles is the running back Kenneth Gainwell, which means DeAndre Swift will probably the starter from Detroit. The trade from Detroit. Another guy I think that. I don't know. I think when he was in Detroit, I think he just didn't seem to try or he didn't want to get hit or maybe HBO hard knock gave him a bad reputation. And it kind of did. It made him look like a, a, a little bit of a softy. So I I would say it's not really Swift's fault, but I mean, you got to If anything that you have to do with Swift is maybe teach him a little bit to be more tough. And maybe he doesn't want to get hurt. If you don't want to get hurt, maybe the f- football's not for you. I don't know what to tell you. The other guy is a cornerback, Jonathan. Uh, who is this? John Barry. That's such a weird last name. John Barry sounds like an entertainment name. Yeah. So John Barry, another guy, cornerback, guy that can lock down somebody like. Uh, like Slay. Like Slay. Does he and get an interception tomorrow? Does Kirk Cousins throw an interception to him? And um, and Kirk Cousins' A guy, the main guy for uh, for Philadelphia's receiver, I mean uh, Vikings' receiver is? Jefferson. Yeah. So that's a guy that maybe would have covered, but he's out. Who's out? The cornerback. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, the cornerback. So – the other guys, the safety, is Reed Black, a Blackenship, and if you need someone on top to cover zone or something, when uh, Jefferson runs out for the deep, yeah, you might have a problem right there too. So, what do you think? Well, you want to know what's crazy is that Minnesota lost that game with. Um, Last week, 
um, to Tampa Bay with Jefferson having 150 yards. Like, so even if you get your ass kicked in getting dominated, there's a possibility that you can still win the game. So I would still take Philadelphia probably. Yeah, but what's but you should look at the what's the point spread for that game? It's minus six and a half. Yeah. Wow. Then that means they're basically saying Philadelphia is going to win by nine. Uh, well, yeah. Or yeah. Or, or touchdown. Se- seven or more. Yeah. But saying that, I don't know about. Do you know? I mean, let's really talk about the Vikings. Do you really think they have a chance? Do you think Kirk Cousins can come through? In this game against Philly? No, let's talk about the season right now. Do you think they have a chance? Let's say Let's say Detroit is not a factor. Let's say they are a factor, but that's not every game of the, of the season. Do you think they have a chance to win the division over Detroit? I mean, they lost two key Receivers. I mean, they, they should have paid Dallin. Um, and I'm sitting here looking at this schedule. They literally could start the season now 0-3. Why? Why? Because they're playing the Philadelphia Eagles in Philly. And Philly is probably the second best team in the NFC. Like the second best team in the NFC outright. Like they're probably the second best team outright after San Francisco. Yeah. So they're probably going to be 0-2. Yeah. Then they got to play the Chargers. And God knows Herbert and Austin Eckler and Williams. the other Williams and the other receiver and Bosa on there. You know, they could be 0-3. Then they got the Panthers, so they should win that one. Then they got the Chiefs. They could be 1-4. and four. They got the Bears. 2-5. Two two, two and San Francisco, 2-6. and six. At Green Bay, Jordan Love is surprising us. No, oh, that's a that's just one game. They're figuring him out. He'll they're put pressure on him. All these teams will put pressure on Love. That was just a fluke thing because the Bears are not that good. But could you could you agree with me though? Before Green Bay, could they be actually just two and six? Yeah, you're probably right. And the thing about this, and they signed Hawkinson to a multi sixty some million dollar contract for what? They can beat Green Bay, they can beat Atlanta, they can beat New Orleans, they can beat the Donkeys, they probably could beat the Bears twice. The way I see the Lions, the Lions can probably take two. I mean, they're going to be eight and, eight and nine or nine and eight. I, I mean, best case scenario, 10 and seven. And I don't know if 10 and seven gets you in the playoffs. Detroit? Yeah, Detroit. No, I'm saying... I'm saying Minnesota's ten oh, and Minnesota. seven. Oh. I think Detroit can be eleven and six or twelve okay. and five. Okay. So the, the Minnesota is going to be on the bubble. Yeah, but if yeah, they yeah. surprise us in this game against Philly, my whole talk will be different. But I don't think they're going to be at Philly. Well, let's do this. Let's go down the run down the NFL games. We got the Raiders against the Cincinnati Bengals. Who knows what's going to happen with the Bengals? They sat out or they uh, took out Mr. Joe Barrow. And benched him for another LSU quarterback. Oh, jeez. <laughs> okay. 
He only had 84 yards total. Yeah. But here, <clears throat> here's the kicker. Yeah. Now the Bengals have Joe Mixon, and they obviously have Jamar Chase, which is still one of the best receivers in, in football. Yeah. And Jamar Chase said last week when they lost to the Cleveland Browns, he goes, we lost to a, mo- a bunch of motherfucking elves. Those were the words by Jamar Chase. We lost to a bunch of fucking elves. He called the Cleveland Browns elves. So does that motivate your team or not? I don't know. But Joe Burrow is technically a better quarterback than Lamar Jackson, right? Of course. Okay. Obviously, Joe Mixon is a better running back than Mother effing Melvin Gordon because all he does is fumble the ball. And he has only got a Super Bowl ring because he was on the Chiefs and the practice squad or moved up just day, as a day, sub. Day, yeah. day, like the, the, in the playoffs, like he didn't have any – he did not have any support on that team that got them to the playoffs. So, I mean, you would think the Bengals would win this game. But let's think about why – I mean, come on, the Ravens lost Dobbs. Isn't that what happened? Yeah. Melvin Gordon is awful. Yeah, but think about this. They, they're missing Dobbs. So you take the Bengals. But my point is with the Ravens, how far can you take them now? I told you. told you and Tony. Why would you take the Ravens? They're not that good. They're not that good. They're not that good. They do. If they, it's like his left hand. It doesn't work at very much. It kind of waves. Um, if the Ravens could get Dobbs back and have their tight end, I mean, there's potential. But. And I don't even think Andrews is actually that good. The tight end. He's old. You know what the problem with Andrews is that they overcover him and he doesn't have awesome hands like Kelsey or Kittle. So when someone hits him pretty hard, and I'm going to tell you the truth, if someone hit me like that, I'd be scared too. So I'm not even joking about disrespecting Andrews. From the Baltimore tight end. But, but he is no Kittle. And he is no Kelsey. No, I mean, it just looks like... Unfortunately, it looks like Lamar Jackson only looks at him and throws the ball to him when even if he's in cover position. Even if two guys there. Oh, and watch, I, oh watch. This will be the game that Odell Beckham has 150 yards. Oh, you're right. It could happen. I mean, that could be possibly. But I would say... Bengals regroup, win this game. It's at Cincinnati. Oh yeah, we so, regroup. It could be a blowout. And Jamar Chase just puts on the clinic. It could be a blowout. So then, you but got it's th- not going to be a blowout because they always make it close again. So then, then I'll, I'll go to the Chargers and Titans. Are we talking about that? Okay, yeah, we can talk about the Chargers. I mean, look, Ryan Tannehill is he's pissed upset. off and he's all flustered. He only threw 198 yards. Three interceptions, and his rear end hurts. Got beat up pretty bad. His rear end hurts? Well, I'm just saying, I mean, you get thrown down a couple of times, and the offense doesn't do nothing. And, and they you know. lost to the Saints. The Saints is well, not that good. You can't even say. You know what's funny about the week two? You can't even say that because we don't know Roy at all. You know what I mean? Well, you don't like Derek Carr. God. So there's my point. You're like, okay. Like I like Derek Carr, but he's 
I think he just makes things a lot more difficult on one of this. Which, again, I'm not a quarterback. But, again, that's my analytic point of view. Anything else about that game? So the Titans were supposed to get better. I mean, obviously you still have one of the best running backs in the league, Derrick Henry. He is one of the best. I mean, the other ones you talk about is Nick Chubb and you talk about Mixon. I mean, but Derrick Henry is still one of the top running backs. And actually I do like – this makes me want to vomit, but I do like that young kid. I mean, I see um, 23, Haskins. (laughs) You don't like Haskins? I said I do like Haskins. But what? But what's the guy? Well, he's an Ann Arbor whore. Huh? He went. He's an Ann Arbor whore. What do you he mean? went to Michigan. That's even better. No, it makes. Why it don't you not better. like that guy? Is your big brother doing things for you? Appreciate big brother for goodness' sake. And DeAndre Hopkins is on this team now, so Ryan Tannehill has a receiver to throw to. But yeah, wait. Hopkins was so upset that the Detroit target, uh, Detroit Lions didn't call and ask for him to come to Detroit. Do you know why we didn't ask you to come to Detroit? Because you're a drama queen. We don't need bitches on our team. So there, I said it. Hopkins, go to Hopkins World and go to Dallas Land and be with Dallas Jerry Jones because you guys so are drama queens. That, we don't want him in Dallas. Yes, you do. He's a drama queen just like the Dallas That's Cowboys. That's why the Titans win him. Anyway, Chargers win this game because... <laughs> Of Ju- Justin Herbert and Austin Eckler and Keenan Allen and the other Bosa brother. So, anyway, what's the next one you're going to talk about? The Bears versus the Buccaneers. Ooh. That's a good game. That's one of the best. Because those are two it's small. Equal- pr- it's a small spread of minus two, two and a half, depending on what you look at. You could go the over. Because the both over. the teams will probably play so sloppily that there would be interceptions here and there, maybe a couple of fumbles. Uh, Fields will have a lighting day of running around like a cheetah with his head cut off. So you only need 21-20 to have the over. I know, but that's – look, Justin Fields – God bless his soul. He's either going to have a good game or he's going to have a shitty game. God he bl- leads his. He usually leads the team in rushing. <laughs> God bless his soul. He lost Mr. Don, Donald McDonald, Montgomery from Detroit. Yep, David Montgomery. David, I'm sorry, David. I'm thinking about a, a baseball player back in the 80s. Or he's thinking of Donald Duck. I don't know. Quack, quack, quack. Yeah. Look, look, Justin Fields, I feel bad for this kid. You know why? He doesn't have any wideouts. Second of all, I feel bad because... I don't. They have, isn't that they have Claypool? Yeah, but you, oh, here's but you another, wanted to bring that up. Here's another thing: Claypool doesn't feel so good. It lacked Lush's first start in, in the Bears this year. What is going on, Claypool? I think Claypool needs to get his head out of his ass. Buck it up. You're playing the Buccaneers. You're going against Mayfield, and Mayfield. Am I right? Yep, they have DJ Moore too, the, the former Jet. And Mayfield is a drama queen. If you can get in the backfield of the Buccaneers, you're gonna win that game. But can I they... don't think they can get to to Fields. I don't think the Buccaneers can get to the Fields because he'll just run out of that pocket. And he'll gain himself hundred yards. But rushing. can they really beat this team? Because remember the Bucks still got Mike Evans <laughs> and Chris Godwin as their receivers. And I would take those receivers on any effing team any day. Okay. That is a damn good tag them. 
I think Baker Mayfield wins this game, and they're 2-0. and All right, there you go. You heard it from Sean first. I would go over, over-under. They're going to score more points. So either take the over or take the Bucks. The Bucks money line is only a minus like one and besides, 35. And besides, if the Bucks lose this game and then start losing other games, and Mayfield is being pulled, I can see Evans being traded. I think if that team is five hundred in week eight, I think they'll I think he'll ask for a trade. And where would he go? I would think, you know where you should go. So here's what I got for you. The only reason that Baker Mayfield is benched is if he has a his whole body is broken. They are not gonna they're not gonna freaking put in this John Warford from Wake Forest. No one knows who he is. And they certainly ain't gonna put in this stupid dipshit Kyle Trask from Florida. He sucked when he was in college. So but what I happens if it hurts? If Baker Mayfield gets hurt, you know what's going to happen? Trade heavens to the 49ers. No trades. No trades. This is what ends up happening. What? We talk about those same names that we just brought up. We got Nick Foles. You think you're going to jack? Oh, you're right. We got oh. Nick Foles available, and you still got Carson Wentz available. Oh. So if Baker Mayfield gets hurt, that's another destination for both of those quarterbacks. You know what the Bucs should do is go after Colin Kaepernick. That'd be a sight to see. But that's not going to happen. But in All right, so you're right. The Bears. The Bears lose. So the Bears over is a good bet by you, or you take the Bucks money on. Okay. Let's go to Kansas City and the Jaguars. I like this matchup. Because you got two of the finest going out to each other, right? Trey Lawrence. I mean. Trevor Lawrence. I like that kid. I do like that kid. He's going to be the and next. And he's just got that golden brown blonde hair like fucking Thor does. You know, um, what else could you ask for? Sean's getting Woody. No, not really. But, <laughs> you know, he's got the fluffy hair like Noah Syngard had in his prime. <laughs> So who knows what will happen after his first five years. Look, look, I know I, I like Trevor Lawrence because he, he understands the game real well. Even the first season that he played, he just got it right away. Even, though, even in the games that he was, that team was supposed to lose, and thank God that they have a running back, and I can't pronounce his last name, Etini. Etini Jr. Etini Jr. I can't believe From Clemson. Yeah. So they're like brothers, baby. They, If you think about that, they actually, they were together. Yeah. Because he's, Etini is 24 and Trevor is 23. So they were on the same team. But let's talk about this. Who do they have for the Whiteouts? Mm, you ready for this? Yes, let's go. Jamal Agnew, which is a good, was good. Okay. Um... Elijah Cooks. Okay. But the one we have to talk about the most. Well, they have Ebony Ingram as their tight end. Okay. But the one that's most important. The most important. The former Atlanta Falcon. The gambler himself. (laughs) Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley. Man, I can't believe that they suspended him and Atlanta Falcons declined to keep him. Well, let's just say Atlanta is regretting that right now because he was 
had 101 yards and one touchdown last week on eight receptions. That equals about 16 yards per reception. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know why they do that. I don't know why they just like, uh, uh, you hurt our feelings for doing something. I mean, as long as they didn't beat up a girl, right? And you guys are more... See, that's backwards by the NFL. They can't gamble, which you shouldn't gamble because that's a waste of your time. If you're an athlete, you're supposed to be focusing on winning. But it's backwards when you don't forgive somebody for gambling and then you have bring back athletes for being a snot out of their women, which is so, so I guess stupid. my question to you is, are the Chiefs... The AKA Super Bowl champs, zero and two. Uh, you know what, uh, Kelsey? What's going on with Kelsey? I don't know yet. Is that I mean, is I mean, that is that a day to day? It is a day to day. So I mean, and they might purposely wait, just like they did last week, and make it a game time decision. Look, I think, and I think, got, I think the problem with uh, Kansas City is that they really don't have talent. Besides my home. And even if Kelsey does come back, is Tony, this, Tony, this, this Tony kid going to be in his head because he can't catch the effing ball? I mean, he dropped the ball seven to ten times in that first run, that first game. What's his name again? T-O-N-E-Y. Tony. Tony. I might be pronouncing it wrong. Partnership? Well, what's his last name? That is his last name. Oh. T-O-N-E-Y. Yeah. It's K. It's K. It's K. Tony. K. Tony. Kadalil Tony or something weird. Yeah. But anyway, because I, I can't pronounce his first name, I'm saying the Tony again. All right. Yeah. It can't be any worse, can he? No. What I would tell him to do, like every high school and peewee football coach does, catch the ball first and then run. That's it. That's a great strategy, buddy. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't take a brain giant. <laughs> it giant's. doesn't take rocket science. Yeah, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to tell you that. But that's all you need to do. I get it. You're in, so are they 0-2? <clears throat> uh, yeah, because even that running back for them, for uh, Kansas City, Pacheco. Uh, I mean, he's got to do more than just look like a native Indian. And the McKin- McKinnon thing. So we're saying we're going to take the Jags, both of us. Yes. So the Super Bowl champs are 0-2. Yeah. I think we need to touch on two, I mean, two more games, or maybe three actually. But before we get to our home state, right? We'll talk. Are about, the Bills and yeah, got the go Bills ahead. and the Raiders? The problem with the Raiders is that they're no good, no good. Well, but Josh, I mean, you just gotta say Josh McDaniels. That's all you gotta say. No good. But can we say Jacobs? They, I don't know how well Josh Jacobs, Jacobs is good. Yeah, but is he really healthy? That's the question. And then, uh, I mean, you got Devontae Adams, though, one of the best receivers in the NFL. But if you don't have a quarterback can throw a football, you're going to have a problem. Am I right? Am I right? Am I right? Would you rather have me throw the football with my left hand, or would you rather have the other guy throw with his right hand? You think the other guy for, for, uh, for Vegas. But look, you got to do it. You got to get the ball to Adams and get things going. And remember, they got Hunter Renfrew, too. He's a stud. And is he, or is he just. He's not a one-hit wonder. No, but do you think that he's just in the right place at the right time because of, of of Adams? I think that's more like that. I think if you take Adams off the field for a couple of plays and it's just him, Reefy, is that his name? Reefer? Reefy? Run view. Review? Yeah. Look, if you put him up by himself with other slot receivers, he's average. 
If it wasn't for Adams, he wouldn't be doing much. I don't know what he did before the year before Adams showed up. And no. I guess we can't take a lot from the Raiders this last week. They were playing the Denver Donkeys, and the Donkeys don't have anything. The Bills are actually have a really good defense, so the Bills pro- the Bills could blow them out. The Bills right? the Bills could throw them blow them out if Josh Adams gets his head out of his ass and starts throwing the football properly and stop trying to be fancy like like Aaron Rodgers who can't run no more. Obviously, or Brett Favre who's always he's just like Brett Favre. I'm going to hail it to the skies of heavens and hope the Hail Marys show up. He throws more Hail Marys to Hail No One, and that's what screws that team up. If the Bills want to win the Super Bowl, Josh Allen needs to get his head out of his ass. So you said the Raiders are bad, but they do have the GOAT. They do have the GOAT in part ownership. He's going to come out of retirement and go to the Jets. But if they no, go, if not. he stays with this Raiders team. He could play <laughs> He could possibly play. You want to know what the be- the funniest thing about this is? What? And when he bought the Raiders, that made no sense to me. What? Fucking Jimmy Galapolo is the fucking quarterback for the Raiders, and he's the one, I mean, Tom Brady ran him out of there. Oh, and he's part owner of Jimmy. Could you imagine? He's part owner of Jimmy. Could you imagine that happens? He runs him out again. <laughs> oh, my Lord. It is so hard. I feel bad. You know what? I really don't feel bad for Jimmy Galapolo. You know why? Because he doesn't, I to me, I think he focuses way too much of, of his energy subconsciously on his looks and what he can do outside of football. Do you know what I like about Jimmy G? He came from the great Usain University as a sports broadcaster from CBS and America's team, Dallas Cowboys, Tony Romo. From Eastern Illinois. Oh That's what I like about you. Tony G. Romo. Eastern Illinois. Eastern Illinois. Tony Romo, <laughs> by far, is the <laughs> most overrated. No, he's the second most overrated Dallas Cowboy. Take a guess who's the first one. He's playing right now in the, in the league. His name is Dak Prescott. No, it has no game. That's, anyway. Actually, you know what? Technically, I'm right and I'm wrong. Do you want to know what's wrong? Let me know. Let me tell you this: the reason why I'm wrong, the reason why I'm wrong, is because statistically, if you have him on your fantasy football team, he's really good. If you're a Dallas Cowboy fan and you don't do fantasy football, he's really bad. So take it or leave it. There you go. What you know? The ironic thing is, since we're on the Cowboys, yeah, we got Dak going up against Zach Wilson this weekend. Mr. Playboy against Mr. Playgirl. Anyway, Cowboys won that game, but they might, they might, they probably don't cover the spread. The spread's minus nine and a half. No, That's a they lot. They will because you know why? Because they have a good running back, Pollard. They finally got rid of uh, Ezekiel and they got Pollard. Pollard, and he's God. Why they didn't start him two years ago? I don't know. That guy is a beast. I pray to God that he doesn't get hurt because he deserves everything that he. Been waiting for it for his whole life. I love Pollard. I just wish he was, wasn't with the Dallas Cowgirls or Cowboys. I'm sorry. Sometimes I just focus on the cheerleaders and just all I watch when I watch that game. But Pollard is really. I I'm hoping the best for Pollard. I w- I'm hoping that he'll make the Pro Bowl. Even though Pro Bowl don't matter to nobody. I'm hoping he gets a huge contract. I'm hoping that you know when Dak Prescott goes down that the next quarterback 
is there to ride the wave for you, Pollard. Please, Pollard, running for you. As long as Trey Lance is there, he comes in for Dak. That ain't gonna He's be good. He's not going to play. <clears throat> Trey Lance won't play. It'd be your man Rush. From the fire up chips. Rush. Michigan, fire up chips. Rush is the man. I love Rush. Before we touch on the Lions, Rams, 49ers, 49ers. Ken Matthew Stafford, and those young receivers keep this game close. Or is it a block? No, Spreads I, eight points. I think, Rams at home. I think they can. I think Matthew, you know what? I think one thing about Matthew Stafford is that he's a reasonable, good teammate. He's, well, he's a, really, a great person, too. He's a really good teammate. And one thing that you don't really know about Prudy yet is that when one of his A or B receivers go out, can he adjust to new receivers? No one really knows that. But with 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 uh, they're so loaded. Samuel. With, yeah, but I know. But Stafford. Caffrey. Stafford and what Avery came back played real well for the uh, Rams. Right. Yeah, you're right. So it's really going to be about the balance of the running game. Can the running game can maintain the ball and keep the ball out of McCaffrey's hands? I'm not even worried about Purdy. Purdy, you know what? Purdy will probably make a mistake or two because he's still in the second year. And I really do think that teams will figure him out one way or another. It's just going to just be able. It's just going to happen to see if he's able to adjust during halftime or the third quarter or the fourth quarter with the ball. With five minutes left, and they're down by only three, no three points. I mean, you still got to worry about. You know, we were talking about Debo Debo Samuel, but that amazing wide receiver from um, the Sun Devils, Arizona State, Brandon Ayuk, eight receptions, 129 yards, and two touchdowns, averages out to 16.2 yards per reception. So you don't just worry about Samuel; you got to worry about this kid also. And then you got to worry about little baby ro- baby brother, Ronnie yeah. Bell, yeah, former Wolverine. Oh, yeah. Another Wolverine. Don't you love Wolverines? They're everywhere now. Mm. Look, I want to vomit. All right. All right. Let's be real. Let's go to the Lions. Who do you do? Well, who do you want to pick? Rams or 49ers? Well, the 49ers win, but sure? maybe the Rams can cover the spread. Okay. And what's the over-under? Well, so the spread was eight points. So no, but what's the over-under? 45. So oh, they're making the over. Oh, 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 oh. They'll do it. So 27-20? Oh, yeah. 27-20. Yeah, they're all, they go back and forth. Matthew Stabber will for the final rhythm. Prudy will find a rhythm. They'll go back and forth because they're in the LA, they're in LA Rams. I think it was the other way around if it was in San Fran. I'm not sure. So over. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The 49ers win. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going, uh, you say 49ers. I think I think that could, the Rams could pull it off a, a steal by accident. It'll take, it'll take a bad play by the 49ers or Prudy. It would be the biggest upset of the day unless the Cowboys lost. Who the Cowboys play again? The Jets. Let's go Jets. Let's go okay. Zach Wilson. Anyway, nobody cares about that Jets opinion. So let's go to we're in home. We're finally on our team on the Lions. It's a rematch of last year against Seattle. Final score is 48-45. Um, 
this is a tough remembrance game. Uh, Detroit had this one in the ropes, could have won it. And we all know that that Green Bay Packers game wouldn't have met absolutely nothing, win or lose last year. They would have been in the playoffs. Detroit's going to win this game. You know why? Because they are not good. Now they like to study film. They like to do the, the things that they should have done 100 years ago. Is do their homework. And I think they have a better cornerback uh, safeties. They're going to come out as a winner. I don't think Geno Smith. They Spence, have a better quarterback. I don't think Geno Smith's that good. I think I think Hutchinson's going to get in the backfield. I think the new linebacker for Detroit will get back there. I the think, only thing, okay, Lions win. The Lions are going to win. They are. I, I, I truly believe it. The only thing that scares me, I'm not worried, is that if you look at Seattle, they still have better receivers. You're shaking your head. DK Metcalf. They have one better and Tyler, receiver. Tyler Lockett. Lockett's not that good. Lockett is good. No, Lockett's only good if Metcalf is on the field. He also does the kickoff returns and the punt returns that could scare you and take it, as a, take it to the house. Take his legs out of them, make him bleed, and let him die. Let's go Detroit. I said the Lions are going to win. The only thing that I worry about is those two receivers. Lockett, you know what you do with Lockett? You bump him right off, right off the line. With Metcalf, you can't do that because Metcalf is a beast. So you're gonna need guy. So you're gonna need to play almost like zone against Metcalf. You need to play a guy on top of him, and when you play zone, you have to have the guy above him to make sure that he can keep up with him when he runs that route, deep Be, route. And then before last week's game, I would have said that the Lions have a weaker running back, but I actually do like the rookie running back. I mean, and they could outrun Kenneth Walker. Montgomery, Montgomery is a decent as long as he gets. I like the rookie better. Yeah, no, but look here, just listen to me out. I like it when Detroit plays Montgomery to take the more most of the of the snaps because he'll keep the ball and gain like three or four or five yards. What I like about Gibbs and what's in the games, right? What I like about him is that he runs like fire in the sky, just. Out there, his legs are moving. So when you get two opposite types of running backs, Gibbs is going to take advantage of that, and then and then Montgomery is going to take advantage of that, because if you know that Gibbs is in the backfield, eighty-five percent of the time you're going to give the ball to Gibbs. If Montgomery is in the backfield, you know they're going to go throw and run a little bit. But what I like about Gibbs is that when they need like a third down and two. Or that's second down and twelve, you can give it to him. What I like about Montgomery is first down and ten, you get your four or five yards, and then you rotate them out. That's one thing about Detroit this year. I kind of like this combination because Montgomery is just going to have to be patient. This is going to be good for Detroit because it's going to make them more patient. They're not going to have to uh, go into desperation mode. Get, I mean, like Montgomery is going to slow the game down for them when they need to, right? I and agree. And then Gibbs is going to speed things up when they need it. I'm drinking the Lions Kool-Aid like Peyton Manning said. Um, Besides when he loves the Dallas Cowboys. I do love the Dallas Cowboys. But my point is, you know who Gibbs reminds me of? Who? Even though he's not a fullback? Yeah. Mike Allstott. Oh, yeah. You know that you can give Gibbs the ball. 
and he's either going to get you the two yards that you need or he's going to work a little magic and power in the thing. And you know where Mike Allstott was? That guy was a beast. He was a beast. He was a beast for the Boilermakers. Boiler up. Choo-choo. Boiler up. Choo-choo. Purdue. Right. Lions win. Lions but do they win. cover the spread? Uh, Minus five and a half. Yeah, I know. It's weird that they have five and a half point spread. So that's a touchdown. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, sometimes. They could blow them out. Yeah, but sometimes. I mean, the Rams blew them out. Yeah, I know. But sometimes Detroit, when they're under the spotlight and things are going real well, they kind of melt. They play really good against the best teams, and then they, when it's an average team, they play down. Yeah, they play to their But they their, can still win. But they play to their level. Yep. They do. All right. They play a lot. The way they play uh, mediocre teams is how they play a lot of their um, same division teams. So we got to touch on college football. I know we've probably been talking for like 25, 27 minutes now. No, it's, it's been over 45 minutes. Oh, shit. We better touch a little bit on college football. 53 minutes. Alright. Let's talk about the more important games. Let's talk about all right, let's go just start out with Colorado, Colorado State. Rivalry game. Uh their uh Colorado star quarterback, three touchdowns, three hundred and ninety four yards. He had a rough start in the first half against Nebraska. I think Colorado State will have to somehow do the same thing, slow it down a little bit. Colorado, come to find out. They don't have a good running defense, I don't think. They let a lot of that's, that's something I've heard. Can't mm-hmm. say. So, yeah, I just think Colorado will just kind of. So they're favored by my 22, 23 points. Sanders, like he said, um, his numbers are amazing 906 yards, 69 of 20, 89 passing, seven touchdowns total, six thrown, whatever. But the thing I wanted that he did not know what I was going to throw into this, this is the unique thing. Last week, Texas played Alabama. Yep. When Texas played Alabama, 8.75 million people watched number 11 versus number 3. Now let's compare that to a shitty Nebraska and all the people drinking primetime Dallas Cowboys Kool-Aid. Nebraska versus Colorado. Colorado was ranked 18 or 22. They moved up to 18 now. Nebraska was not ranked. 8.7 million watched Colorado Buffs versus Nebraska. That's only 500,000 people less than Texas versus Bama. People are drinking Dion's Kool-Aid. Yeah, I mean, look, Dion Sanders by himself is just an entertainment. All you have to do is ask him to show his feet. And you're like, wow, you have no toe. That's a crazy bro. Say that's all you got to do. I know, but it's kind of funny because he is like, he is kind of like a, a, what's that uh, person in the circus that leads the whole show? You know, remember that? He'd be the leader of the crowd. Mm, yeah. The so, ringleader? Yeah, the ringleader. So he's kind of like that. So whenever he's out there, if the game's not that good, you just have to watch and, and listen to primetime. I think we should, let's see, uh, TCU, Houston. Both are one and one. Both need, both need those wins. At Houston, but at the same go, time, I think you got to go TCU. Exactly. And you don't, 
TCU or Houston, they can't go one and two because the playoffs is over for both those teams. Uh, a rivalry game for the Big Ten, Penn State, Illinois. Should be a good one. Penn State should win. On a field 14 or more. Yeah. I would say 10, depending on how well Illinois starts the game. Uh, Minnesota, North Carolina. What do you think? Well, North Carolina. Both 2-0, and all, right? Both 2-0. and all. North Carolina needed overtime, I think, last week. Minnesota won. North Carolina is going to win. Okay. There you go, folks. Uh, LSU, Mississippi State. Probably LSU, but I'm not. It's at Mississippi State. Yeah, but I don't know about that. I think that Brian Kelly team is in well put together yet. They, they can't go one and two. I know, but it, I think it takes Brian Kelly a couple games to get those guys rolling. Uh, Pittsburgh, West Virginia. The backyard brawl. Oh, so they're separated by less than 50 miles of across the border. So that should be a great game. That's always a good game. That's going to be a great game. Uh, Tennessee, Florida. I mean, it's a rival. Uh, I'm picking Florida. I don't even think you're going to take Tennessee. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, didn't really, I, ha- I haven't really been following that Tennessee, Florida lately. Um, so what is it? No? All right. So let's talk about uh, Sean's home team, mm-hmm. Washington, Rich Michigan State, under assistant head coach, Dan Antonio. We lost by nine points last year at Washington. This is this Washington team's got a really good quarterback. He used to play for Indiana. He's a stud. The team from Michigan State will have a lot of other things to think about. Stressed out. Their head coach is in there. He's been uh, not technically released, but on a sideline for his uh, uh, allegations, which... To tell you the truth, I'm not a Michigan State fan, but I'm going to tell you this. I think heartbreaking, I get it, if you're a lady that gets sexually harassed or something happens to you that deals with sexual or other behavior, it, sh- it should be taken seriously. Saying that, I do think there's a double-edged sword. I think if you are flirting with a guy and and you're, you know, in that moment and you're legging him on or leading him on, him on and then one thing leads another, and then you both of you decide to uh, delete uh, text messages, that tells me that it's not really all his fault. Well, and the thing is, she got pissed after Tucker canceled the fourth meeting. Tucker let her come and talk to the team three times, but then the fourth time, he said, I just don't need you anymore to well, be coming to the team. So was she, she? did she come out and just do this because she was pissed off? I'm well, not putting words, but I mean, just these are some things that cross people's minds. Well, see, the problem with this is this. In the court of law, you're supposed to be found guilty. And you've pro- proven innocent until proven guilty. What happened to Tucker was that t- Michigan State's been in hot water for the last 10 years with this type of stuff. 
they threw Tucker into a pit of fire, and then they didn't even care if that was true or false. And what I and when I say this, it takes two people to turn one of them on. So usually the any guy gets it. If a girl is not turned on, you're not going to get turned on by her anyways. You're like, oh, okay, this is a girl that's not really into me. You can you can keep talking to her, but you're just not going to have an erection or something like that. But usually, if you're flirting in a way that it's kind of like risky, you're going to lead someone on, and then two people are getting two different ideas, and then maybe he had that idea of like, hey, maybe this girl likes me, and maybe we'll have phone sex, which I don't know how many people still do that because it's 2023. It's not Unless it was FaceTime. I don't know. Yeah, so, yeah, it's probably was FaceTime because by what the allegations. See something. Based on what the allegations sound like. So saying that, you know, I'm the type of guy I'm going to stick up for, for any guy, for all guys mostly in this situation because – there's a lot of times or with men who get a bad rep because the girl changes her mind because she has a moral compass two and a half seconds after it happens. It doesn't matter if it's intimacy sex. It doesn't matter if it's consensual sex. It doesn't matter if it's a freak or you're just pounding each other. It doesn't even have to be with sex. It can be like, okay, let's go out for coffee. Let's hang out. And then changes your mind and gets pissed off at you. Yeah. But I'm like, women are allowed to change their mind over coffee. That's not a big deal to me. But if you are turning a guy on and you're subconsciously asking him to show the junk, he's going to show you the junk. Oh, yeah. No but the problem is that Tucker needs to realize that you're a professional person now. And there's no girl that she ever turned you on besides your wife at that moment in time because you're a professional person. True. Like, you have to just know your moral compass. So even if the girl was turning you on, you, she, you know, most guys was like, oh, most guys wouldn't do this, but what you're supposed to say is like, thank you, I'm not interested. And then you're supposed to keep those text messages so that if it does come to this occasion... You have backup, which I think I think what's going to happen is that he'll be released. What is like what happened to that manager or head coach from another team for baseball? He got fired for those allegations of. Well, it happened in, in at the University of Texas too in yeah. basketball. Yeah, that okay, the basketball guy. So I think this could happen again. Which then means because we'll that, have the interim coach through the rest of the season with D'Antonio helping out. Yep. And then we'll see what happens. No, but I think that's what's going to happen. I think the, the FBI will look into those text messages because text messages can be recovered one way or another from your uh, provider. So I do think that's what's going to happen. They're going to look at the text. They're probably going to see Apple or Samsung video of her. You know, I'm. I'm. Gonna, I swear. I bet. You, I bet you're going to see her button-down shirt with cleavage out, and it's just going. It's going to look like it's going to lead one thing to another. But so, they're like, but they're like eight hundred miles, five thousand three or two thousand miles away. So this game is on Peacock. 
also. So if you don't have Peacock, you can't watch it unless you go to a restaurant or a bar or you buy it for five ninety nine a month or sixty dollars a year. The um, the point spread is sixteen and a half. So good luck, Michigan State. I'm sorry, but to hear what happened, um, I'm sorry to the lady that it happened to. If if Tucker is guilty, you I you know I'm totally for your uh, justice. However, if you lied about it, you know you do you did a bad service for all women who've been sexually harassed or or whatever. All right, I'm s- unfortunately we ended with a bad. Can Michigan State cover the spread? Yeah, no, I don't know, no, because they lose by seventeen. Well, seventeen. Uh, at home. At home. It's really just I don't know. It's really going to depend on how. It's tough. It's how the more. It really comes down to the morality of the team. Yeah, yeah, I really do. I really think the this team. This is one you probably stay away from. Yeah. All right, folks. Thank you for listening to the Crazy Dre Podcast Show. Peace, love. Thank you, Buzzsprout. Thank you, Apple, Spotify. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Sean, for showing up. Always great to be here, buddy. Oh, yeah. And let's go, Tigers. And Lions. And Lions. But not the Cowboys.